Have you ever considered having another child? Hi, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in marriage to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans, and eventually we made a decision to have more children, and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available on Amazon in print and Kindle. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today we are going to talk about mommy nighttime routines. Yes, moms, we all need routines. And this has happened over the years and I decided to share my routine with you and it works really, really well. And I hope it's a blessing to you. If you need to tweak it a little bit, feel free to do so, but it will really help. Also want to give a shout out to our sponsor, and that is Media Angels and the book One More Child. There is a giveaway um, around that product. So if you purchase One More Child online on Amazon, uh, you can get some freebies that go with it. So go to MediaAngels.com, click on the One More Child link, And you can find out more information there. Also, listen to my other podcasts. I have one called A Few Minutes with God podcast and one one more more child podcast. And you can find those on our sister network at the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Well, friends, many people can't sleep. And part of it is because they have so much going on in their minds. It can be because of things they're thinking about or stuff that they're trying to plan for the next day or even planning a trip. Um, I know I woke up at three in the morning one time and started praying for someone and then couldn't go back to sleep. Sometimes we wake up um, or can't go to sleep because of stress or worry. And in this episode, we're going to discuss why nighttime routines are good for you and ways to help you relax. You know, this entire month of May has been all about you moms, and I hope you've enjoyed the series. Catch the other series on Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 347, and you can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Episodes 344, 345, 346, and 347 have all been for you. I hope you've enjoyed them, and please share them with your friends. If you're on iTunes, please give me a star rating there. I would really appreciate it. And connect with me on social media. The links are on the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com page. Well, why should we have a routine? First, you don't have to think about it. You're on autopilot, right? Second, it frees your mind to think about other things, to pray or even think about your next day. It was amazing. I remember a friend and and I used to take turns watching each other's kids, and 
when I would have that time that was quiet and I could just putter around the house and just do some little, um, you know, cleaning up here and there and just, you know, dusting or whatever, it was amazing how I started thinking and just jotting things down that I wanted to do for my homeschool. Just that little bit of downtime and quiet was all I needed. The third is repeating the pattern trains your body to get ready for bed. It's letting your body know, okay, it's time to go to bed. It's like when the kids are little and we have our bedtime routines. We give them a bath. We might read them a story and then we pray with them and they know it's time for bed. When my kids were little, they never said, you know, I don't want to go to bed or, you know, it's not time for me to go to sleep because they knew it was a routine. It was something that we practiced all the time. And the fourth is it helps you to unwind, especially if your body knows that there's a specific time. It's funny because even our technology now, our phones have a sleep time app, mine does, built in that will help you to wind down at night. Also, things interfere with a good night's sleep, and these are things to be aware of. Anything electronic around your bed. I have a little um, gizmo that's stuck to my phone to keep down some of the, um, you know, the electronic um, effects to a minimum. And so you might want to look into that. I actually did a podcast um, with a friend of mine about that. I'll try to put that link in there. But like if you have any lights or clocks or any kind of red lights that are beeping, we don't have a TV in our room, but I know some people do. When I go to a hotel, I have to um, turn the opposite way of like the fire alarm or something because I like it dark. And so those lights do affect and will interrupt your sleep. The second is noise. Is the room quiet? Now, I know that with little ones, there's always going to be something going on, but my kids could be across the hallway or down the hallway when we moved to this house that we're in now, and I could hear a little peep from their rooms. Our bodies are tuned to hear our kids, right? And so my husband could sleep through it, but I didn't. And so if the room is quiet, that's very helpful. Um. When you read a phone or read from your phone or even watch TV, and especially if the lights are all out, did you know that the lights from certain devices can affect your internal clock? So make sure your phones are have dimming lights, or if you're watching television, that there is some sort of light on. It also takes away from valuable sleep. It can cause worry or stress, robbing you of sleep. It overstimulates your brain just like caffeine or other stimulants would. And then that's another thing, you know, drinking coffee. I remember I could drink coffee up until the time I went to bed and it never affected me until I got older. But even things like black tea that have a lot of caffeine or energy drinks, you really shouldn't drink those late in the afternoon. Um, Alcohol is another one that some people think that helps them fall asleep, but it does interrupt that REM sleep or that deep sleep, so that's not good. And then eating sugary or spicy foods or even carbs later in the evening is not good. And then also being too full. Have you ever been so full that you can't go to sleep? So those are things that really prevent us from having a good night's sleep. But here are some things that I want to share with you that will help you to develop that routine. And you may not want to do all of these things. If you have you know, super little kids, you're not going to be able to do all of these. But these will help. The first is a regular bedtime. 
This helps your body get used to winding down at the same time each day. Um, you know, on my phone, as I was saying, has an app about this that you can use. The second is a routine, um, such as reading, praying, drinking a warm bre- beverage, you know, that kind of a thing that you do. So pick three or four things that you want to do in that routine and write it down. So your body knows every single night you're doing the same thing. Your bedroom should only be used for sleep, not reading or even watching TV. Now, I do read in bed on occasion, um, but we, like I said, we don't have a TV in our room, but um, a good night's sleep means a good environment to sleep in. And one of the things that was recommended um, is to read in another room. And I mostly do, but every once in a while I read in my room. And when I do, I have to tell you it takes longer for me to go to sleep. My other go-to is a bath. I love baths. Some of you love showers. But if I soak in like a, um, a scented bath, like using Epsom salts and some essential oils, that's wonderful. Um, one thing, though, and I've done this on occasion where the bath is really warm and it takes your body hours to cool down. So you don't want to take a super hot bath before you go to bed. Um, but a, a relaxing bath, you know, as part of your routine is definitely helpful. Um, drinking an herbal tea or even warm milk. There was a, a science fair study that was done one time on the properties of warm milk and how that, how that helps you to relax. And it really does have something in it that helps you uh, relax. You can add a, a drop of pure vanilla um, to avoid chocolate as it has caffeine. I mean, who doesn't love hot chocolate? Um, but that's not something good to try to drink right before you go to bed. Um, Another one of my go-tos is a praise and thanksgiving journal. Being thankful is helpful. It helps you wind down. It helps you give, you know, um, put things in perspective and and get into a prayerful mood. And then, um, you know, also if you start thinking of things as you unwind, write those down. You can use a book just for that. And, you know, if you want to use your phone, go ahead, but don't get, you know, Uh, pulled into your phone. Um, And so that helps because you're taking it out of your mind and putting it into a book. Uh, The other is sleeping in a cooler environment. And my kids like that. They like to be cold when they go to sleep because it helps to bring our temperature down, which signals the body that it's going to shut down for the night. And prayer. Prayer is the one thing that really helps our bodies to relax, and it's just wonderful. One of my friends was a businessman who did you know, really well. He was very successful. And one of the things he said he did at night that helped him tremendously was as he was unwinding, he was writing down his list of things to do for the next day. Now, if you can do that, great. I did try that, but it did make me anxious because there were so many things on the list. So I try to do that late in the afternoon instead of in the evening. Look at your schedule and see what works for you. Exercise and eating well are great. Drinking plenty of water during the day is wonderful. All these things help, but finding a routine. Find those three, four, five things that you can do to start winding down after the kids are in bed. And also, if you have some great advice, please share it with us at Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 346, and you can find the show notes at Vintage... Oh, sorry, this is episode 347. That was um, my last episode. 
Um, you can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for Mommy Nighttime Routines and leave your comments with us there. You know, routines can look like all different things no matter what it does, but, you know, what works for you. But what I would say is pray about it, figure out something that works, and if you have something great, please share it with all of us. Take care, God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.